Hey everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is a Right Angle Lightning Round. You know the drill. Let's jump right into it just as soon as Scott has wiped that look of horror and sadness off of his face, having to do yet another lightning round. Oh. Anyway, uh, Scott, just to spare you, we're going to start with Bill this week. Uh, Bill, I have a quote from Brandon himself, Presidentish Joe Biden, is, uh, is good cheer Christmas time message to the nation. I'm not making this up. For the unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated, <laughs> for themselves, their families, and the hospitals they'll soon overwhelm. The president's own words. Uh, did you ever think you'd look back fondly on Jimmy Carter's malaise speech? No, I never did. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Untouchables. May you die in horrible situations. Con uh, sincerely, the President of the United States. President of the United States. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. All right. Um, I uh, our, our channel got uh, another one of our uh, YouTube uh, timeouts for being bad conservatives, talking about things that were not uh, officially approved and we had to do a, a week in the corner. Um, and right, I will not talk about things that are not approved by YouTube. 400,000 times on the blackboard. Um, so let me just say this about that. Let's go, Brandon. I mean, you know, honestly, this is the president of the United States. Remember this whole idea that the president's supposed to speak for the entire people and that, and, and that when, when, um, uh, when Eric Holder said, oh, you know, I'm not going to when, when he first started with Obama, it's like, you know, I'm not going to do I'm not going to prosecute my people. Like, we're all your people. You're you know, you're sitting in the office. And um, and to make that kind of a statement is bizarre, especially given um, the 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 burn through rate of people who are vaccinated. I, I have a close friend who, who just developed uh, COVID uh, right through his vaccinations. So uh, they're, they're a little too fond of this thing, Steve, and, and I have theories about it, but I'm not going to speculate on those here. But it is a mean-spirited message from a mean-spirited man who, um, and a mean-spirited staff and a mean-spirited administration that let that out. What is that supposed, is that supposed to make people suddenly go, oh, well, I guess I really was wrong about this, you know? Is that is that is that the expected result? We we did a show uh, you did a show this week on um, on Senator Manchin about uh, the the power of the Democrats to uh, uh, persuade people to the other side of the argument about as, as as rapidly as they possibly can. I don't think I can think of a more repulsive example than that. Yeah, it really is. Merry Christmas! You're all gonna die because you deserve it. All right, fine. Go back to your basement. Call it. Uh, Scott, for you, this is actually a follow-up, Scott. I think you're going to like this. Uh, the headline says, and I can't remember where I found this, Biden and Harris clash over who does to blame for the COVID crisis or for the current COVID spike. Um, Harris said to CBS News, I don't think this is a moment to talk about fault. It is no one's fault that this virus hit our shores or hit the world. It is more about individual power and responsibility and the decisions that everyone has the choice to make. And I can't tell you the first or last time I found myself nodding along in agreement with Kamala Harris. I just felt a thrill run up my leg. <laughs> well... 
I'm not even going to make the obvious joke concerning a uh, former San Francisco mayor. Uh, Scott, I'm not even sure I have a question here for you. I just wanted you to help me share in the marveling. It's such a sensible statement from such a generally vacuous person. Well, without making any broader um, evaluations of Kamala Harris, I think that that what she said was actually a um, politically wise thing to say. I mean, if if you really want people... Um, to do something, then, you know, as we talked about in this week's episode that you hosted about uh, Senator Manchin, you know, don't demonize them. Uh, persuade them. Try to win them over. Try to say, I'm on your side too. You know, this this virus, and she used a phrase, something like this, this virus came to our shores. You know, it's like n- nobody here bid the virus to come. Nobody wanted it to happen. It's nobody's fault. And frankly, um, that wins a lot more hearts and minds than the other approach. If you are in a verbal contest with someone that you actually want to win rather than just walk away crowing as if you won and leaving the other person unpersuaded, then give that person a little bit of room. Back off a little bit. Let them make a decision that seems like their own or that is legitimately their own without your pressure so that they can say, I, as a mature adult, decided to do such and such a thing. Um, And much more effective strategy, uh, you know, applause uh, on this for Kamala Harris. Indeed. Scott, you just reminded me of something. I wish I'd put this in the uh, in the mansion segment that we recorded right before this. But one of my favorite little sayings of my own that uh, occurred to me years and years ago was never interrupt somebody when they're busy talking themselves their way into your position. And there's a, that, that, that gives you a lot of room to bring people over onto your side. And maybe we're going to see just a tiny bit of that. Come on, Senator Manchin. Come on. Anyway, uh, Bill, over to you. This is from The Observer, a very progressive publication. They're complaining that Elon Musk's $11 billion tax bill pales in comparison to his wealth gain in 2021, which of Hmm. course was all on paper. But I bring this to your attention, not because of the politics of envy that we constantly see from the left, but because of something Jordan Peterson tweeted when Elon Musk tweeted that he would pay the largest tax bill in history for 2021. Jordan Peterson said, thank you. Isn't that nice? I don't think Elon Musk should be paying $11 billion in taxes. Yeah, Funds too much stupidity. You could do something useful with that $11 billion. I mean, honestly, I, I think the total price for Mars is 30 or $40 billion. He's paying them one year. Wow. You know, he's paying what it costs for us to become a, a, a uh, an extraterrestrial civilization. And and that's not enough. That's not enough. And this is really when you get down to the essence of, of the problem, really, because because progressives will always tell you things like, well, we, you should pay your fair share. Uh, well, there's no there's never going to be a limit to your fair share. Well, we should yeah. we should tax the one percent harder. Well, you could actually kill the one percent. You know what that would mean? That would mean you'd have to start taxing the the what was used to be the 2%. And there's no, there's no boundary. There's no limit. $11,000 million check he wrote to the United States government, right? $11,000 million check he wrote to the United States government. He's being criticized for it by people like Elizabeth Warren, who's contributed precisely nothing to anything at all, ever. Uh, 
I have I have long believed that people of uh, not and not just because of Elon Musk. I've long believed that people who make those kind of contributions to society should be tax free. That should be their reward, their reward for having created billions and billions and billions of dollars of wealth that wasn't there before out of thin air. They should be like you. Should, we should create a statue to you, and 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 you should never have to pay taxes again. Look what you did with the money already. But no, it's not it's not his money. You see, it's it's the government's money. $11 billion check written to the United States government. I think Elon Musk is a genius, and I think he needs to find a better accountant because, um, because, <laughs> what, because you know, Steve, because the, the bottom line is when you're spending $7 trillion, $10 billion is a rounding error. That money will be lost in the system. It will just disappear into the cracks. When you say, what happened to my $11 billion, they won't be able to trace it. They won't know where oh, that's it went. Three or four days of Medicaid spending, that's Medicare, right. Medicaid it, spending. It, we spend, and this was several years ago, it's much more than that now. But generally speaking, the United States generally spends about $10 billion a day. That's roughly, roughly a good rule of thumb for what the federal government spends on a $3.6 trillion budget. So Elon Musk paid for everything for a day. And, and, it, and it took $11 billion to do that. Now, that doesn't tell me that we have a taxation problem. That tells me we have a spending problem because it seems to me like $11 billion ought to go a lot further than 24 hours of, of, uh, of U.S. government operation. I think we Indeed. should at least get a TV commercial that says... Tuesday, brought to you by Elon Musk. <laughs> you know what? It's fine. It you know, you know, that's a great idea. And by the way, I've suddenly realized the reason Elon Musk wants to go to Mars is because even though it's going to cost him $50 billion, it's going to save him a lot of money. You know, it's going to really end up saving right. him a lot of money because they're going to have to come and collect their their $10 billion check when he's living on Mars. The Until thing is, brought up makes, this story, oh, Steve. sorry, Scott. I, yeah. I, I've never before wanted to run for president of the United States, but I decided now that I will run and that my only campaign promise will be that my presidential library will be on the moon and people <laughs> will be able to visit it with frequency and it will all be done with private money. Indeed. Then you got uh, my vote. I, you know, I wish I'd given this an entire segment because I've got something I want to add to this too. And that is, I just read a thing today by a former NASA engineer, uh, Glenn Reynolds linked to it on Incipundit this morning. So maybe you can, uh, maybe you can find it Tuesday morning. Um, and she was writing that if Starship pans out the way Elon Musk plans it to, in very short order, we will have the ability to launch a million tons into low Earth orbit every single year. Now, you combine, yes. you combine that with off-Earth manufacturing and the, the Psyche-19 asteroid, which is nothing but metals, and we're looking at an explosion in human wealth that will just make the Industrial Revolution and the, the dot-com revolution pale Footnotes. in comparison. And that is due to one guy with a crazy vision that everybody derided him for until he, until he started making it work. Yeah. Yeah, Elon Musk should be his own personal tax-free zone because of what he's about to accomplish for everybody on this planet. It's amazing. All right, I need to finish up with one little thing. It's a video I, I came across on, uh, on Twitter today, and we're just going to run this and go out because this, this little tiny video says everything you need to know about woke progressivism. Disgusting They're destroying Portland, y'all. This is a biohazard. 
biohazard. I don't see the environmentalists complaining about this. Look at this, yo. Look at that. Shit.